the unexplainable. Yeah, well, it's our favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I love that you guys are doing this. I mean, it's super interesting. You know, there's not, I mean, I wouldn't say a whole field of study because you can't really study something that you can't really test or, you yeah. know what I mean, kind of, but it's interesting and I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, I, we, we've had like whole discussions about that, how like, unfortunately, there's a lot of like bullshit on the internet. So it's like, no, we're trying to like take this a little bit more seriously. Let's try and do some studies, even though it's like hard to get like scientific like do scientific tests kind of thing, but right. then you have people throwing in like fake videos or like just bullshit videos that are like easy, easily explainable. And it's like, okay, well, this is why no one takes this seriously is because <laughs> like you're not adding, you're not making it. Yeah. Legit, yeah. I guess. And then it turns into a conspiracy and people. Yeah. yeah. And then there's probably, the wrong way. yeah. And then there's probably like legit videos, but people are like, oh yeah, it's just a bug. But it's like, no, those other ones were, but all 50 of those were bugs. But this one that we're looking at is probably legit, but it can't like, it looks <laughs> fake too. So it's whatever. But yeah. No, I get you, but let's dive in. What does this intro yes. look like? Tell me. <laughs> all right, guys. So welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And, and this I'm is Lewis. Lewis, <laughs> yes. So this is episode two of the year, and this is our first guest, Lewis. Lewis is uh, is a buddy of mine from from high school. I've known him. I know him from high school because, yeah, we didn't go to the same middle school. Uh, and uh, we were at uh, our friend Jason's baby shower. Well, his wife and his baby shower recently, and uh, we reconnected. We were and we started talking. Jason, you know. Uh, brought up an event that happened to Lewis, and I was like, "Dude, come on the podcast. We'd love to hear your story." And I like just from what he had told me, I was like, "Michelle's gonna love this because she's like super yep. into <laughs> super into this kind of uh, this kind of stuff, especially you know his story specifically." Uh, so yeah, uh, Lewis, would you like to? Oh yeah, Lewis, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, how's it going, guys? I'm Lewis Osorio, um, and I just love to, you know, constantly learn and change my mind with, you know, factual experiences, you know, I wouldn't say like the facts, because I was that type of person that would only listen to the facts. And yeah, aliens don't exist. Ghosts are, you know, it's bullshit, yada, yada, right? It's something that I was kind of uh, like, I conditioned myself to be that way because of my religious beliefs and whatnot, right? But it's not until you start experiencing things for yourself that you either change your mind or, you know, it's kind of uh, idiotic not to look more deeply into what's going on. And that's why I'm excited to be here. Yeah, you're, you're my favorite. It. Yeah, you're like my favorite type of person because I feel like there's people who have these crazy experiences and they're like, yeah, but it's still all bullshit. It's like, but you can't even explain what you just experienced versus someone like you who's like, okay, now I experienced this. Like, all right, it's not bullshit. Something happened and I can't explain it. So you're kind of, oh, I honestly don't. Other than like the umbrella topic of what it is, I have absolutely no idea what your actual experience is. So I'm super excited because yeah. it's going to be like a surprise for me too. Well, um, I have a surprise for both of you because uh, Eric was telling me to look up, you know, go back into my memory bank and see what type of stories I had. Do we need and to one ask in particular. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, Eric, do we need to ask the, the question <clears throat> to like yeah. get him started? Even well, though he's, he's ready to I go, mean, but. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. However you all do it. The first question that we always ask uh, our guests is, what was your very first paranormal experience that you can remember? 
there you go. This is yeah, it. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> and go. I wouldn't know it. And that's the thing too, you know, like, I, is this something that I just couldn't explain? Uh, my mother had, uh, she owned a secondhand clothing store called my boutique downtown Brownsville. And uh, so we had a bunch of excess electronics, like uh, night lights and extension cords and, you know, other miscellaneous things. And um, we lived in this huge house in Palo Verde and had this closet that was a walk-in closet. And inside the walk-in closet, there was like a small storage closet. And at this time, I was in sixth grade. So, you know, you're maybe like, what, four feet tall. And I still had space, you know, above my head. But this, like, it pitched down. And like all this, this, you know, storage stuff that I mentioned earlier was like in that little corner and me and my friends would gather around and play in there and, you know, whatever, do theatrics and whatnot. But uh, so again, amongst all this storage stuff, like I said, uh, night lights and things like that. So we're kids, we're interested, we want to play around with, you know, ghosts. I lived in this uh, neighborhood that was basically, you know, the houses were built on a on a battlefield, you know, uh, graveyard. This is the first major war, the Mexican-American War, the War of Palo Alto. Is it like it's, it's Bella, like where we? Oh, no, no, okay. no, it's off of oh, Okay, it's so like further. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, right. so 1846, graveyard, people, you know, tons of people died. And uh, and this one particular day, we're just, you know, hey, if anyone's in the room with us, you know, show yourselves to say something, shit like that. But no, oh, we Ouija board, nothing of that nature, right? <laughs> Dude, sometimes, yeah, I was going to say, sometimes you just, you don't even need a Ouija board, man. <laughs> yeah. Come and, at me, bro. Uh, That's what that was. And yeah. I'm just coming like full circle with, with what you mentioned earlier about the lights flickering. So this little, little lamp thing that we had plugged into the wall was started flickering. And then I'm like, you know, we're like, oh, whatever. Do, do it again if it's really, if there's really someone. <laughs> And the light just dies. But, you know, we had no thought into we put no thought into it just because it was already flickering. Yeah, mm. it was, I was like, ah, oh, you know what? It's dead. It's made in, you know, wherever it's made. And, you know, just a piece of junk, you know. So, yeah, get another one, open it, plug it right in. As I'm plugging it in, it brights up to like, you know, brighter than the sun, like super bright and just pops. Boom. No. <laughs> yeah. So, and then after that, we just ran out of the room. Yeah. You know, screaming, hollering, freaked out. Oh. That's fucking crazy, but man. What, that was my first paranormal experience. So then what? Because I, I feel like Eric and I probably watched scary things that we probably shouldn't have watched at the age that like at the age <laughs> we watched it. Was there something like what made you even want to say like, hey, yeah, like, let's see if there's any ghosts here. Like. Was it already um, kind of a creepy vibe or were you actually expecting well, to get something? Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of, I mean, I grew up very fast. I had an older brother who was already like 15 years older than me. So I was watching all the latest movies at this age, you know, all the scary stuff. You know, yeah. I think I saw Exorcist when I was like in second, third grade or something like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've always had this intuition of it, wanting to know is this real is this because i've never seen one yeah you know it's fascinating that you know the ufos saucers you know the paranormal ghost um never seen it but i have always wanted to just to believe you know to that was going to change my mind if i see it i'll believe it so i'm probing i'm taunting okay good yeah (laughs) well then so then did that first experience kind of change your mind because you got a reaction. I mean, you didn't see like an actual ghost, but you got some sort of 
response, I guess, right? Like, did that change it, your mind or did it take? It didn't change my mind, but it made me open-minded. Okay. You know, like yeah. hmm, maybe there's something here or maybe it was just a cheaply, poor, poorly made nightlight. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? So, and that's the thing with a lot of this. It's, yeah, it could have been that, but maybe like, you know, you just had bad weather that day or yeah. you know, your, your light bulb was going to go out eventually. A lot of the paranormal investigators that we have like had on and stuff like that uh, have talked about that before where people think their houses are haunted and shit like that. And then, you know, they they go to investigate and like say the lady, somebody was saying, oh, uh, you know, the crucifix on my wall keeps like just moving. Vibrating or something. Yeah, it's something like right. that. And it turns out that it was just because they had like, I think it was like the washer or something on the other side of the wall that's like, it's when it's, you know, going off and stuff, the thing starts to move and it's stuff that's right. cleanable like that. But going back to what we were talking about, you know, earlier, I don't know if we started recording when we were talking about that, but like, like that kind of stuff, those kinds, these, those kinds of investigators are like what, you know, yes, technically this isn't a science, but that's what these guys are trying. A lot of these guys, not everybody, like we mentioned as well. There's a lot of people who are just trying to make shit up to get famous, but right. like the, the guys that are really trying to make this a thing or make this like some sort of like scientific uh, field are, are people who are like, they're trying to go through that scientific process of, okay, this happened. Now I got to, you know, debunk it or disprove it. But if I can't disprove it, you know, then I got to figure out a way to, or how to like, why is this happening type of thing? You know what I mean? I feel like that's straight out of a a horror movie of like, Oh, the lights flickering. Like, let me plug in another one. And then it just fucking gets so fucking bright and just burnt. Like that's, that's yeah. Like that's movie, like horror movie right there. So (laughs) That would make me a believer, just that experience alone, for sure. <laughs> no, and that's, uh, I guess one of the things I was going to say is that, it, 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 like you were mentioning earlier with people trying to get famous and wanting to make money out of it, that's where the whole conspiracy thing comes out, because then you're just grabbing at anything, and everything is paranormal now. And yeah. you hear something and everything, and that is unexplainable, when it, in fact, it can be explained. Yeah. yeah. Because like recently uh, too, I was watching. Uh, I hadn't watched this in a long fucking time, and I don't even know if the episode's new. But I and I, I think it was. Uh, it was on Thanksgiving. Uh, Dad had it on Ghost Adventures or some shit like that, <laughs> and uh, they were doing some stuff. And then, like I always, I've watched. It's a, it's a, it's an entertaining show, and like I feel like at the beginning they were a little bit. I wouldn't say scientific about it, but. I felt like some of the stuff that they captured was a little bit more real, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. But like this episode, I was just like, nah, dude, this is not it, man. Like you could tell, like, I just felt like it was super fucking fake. Yeah. And then they had made the circle and they had this guy like hitting these different like bells or something to try and open this gate and stuff like that. And then supposedly like this object goes flying out and they caught it on the (laughs) thermal imaging and it's like this little stone, but like it gets thrown off from like off camera, like on this side. So you kind of see it just like in the door frame, just kind of pop into the circle and it's like super hot compared to everything else. And it was like, like, that's cool. I mean, if it's real, (laughs) if it's real, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's, it's hard. It's, the way that it was filmed, it looked like it was really easy to fake. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just yeah. kind of like that's the kind of shit that kind of makes everything like that. What everything that everybody else is trying to do kind of like people don't take it seriously. You know what I mean? 
but it's i yeah. feel like it's like it's like all science though like at, at one point you know when galileo was like talking about you know the sun being the center of the the of the you know of yeah, our yeah. solar system yeah. yeah like everybody's like fucking crazy it's the earth you know but yeah eventually it got proven to be correct True. you know what i mean so everything starts off like as a pseudoscience or, or something yeah. that like nobody believes and then eventually when enough people get behind it and start studying it then you know you can turn it into an actual science you know <clears throat> yeah Agreed. and just to correct you that was copernicus uh, oh, but sorry. i have to correct you because i'm <laughs> yes. i study physics and astronomy you yeah. know what i mean oh well then i'll let that <laughs> one slide yeah <laughs> But um, but I think that's the thing with with all of this, right? It, like the spirituality, you know, um, you know, I, even you know, uh, experimenting with drugs, the whole different dimensions. I don't know if you all don't are, even get me started with that ayahuasca, okay, uh, all of that, all the <laughs> yeah. psychedelic psilocybin, LSD. You know, it's it's unexplainable, but it feels so damn real, right? I mean, and everyone has the same experience. Same thing with like near uh, near life or near death experiences, yeah. these. Um, you know, it's, it, everyone has the same story. So what does that mean? Yeah. You know, and, and a stranger thing, a little bit off topic, but there was this application being developed where people were notating their dreams mm -hmm. and it, uh, uh, the, the person developing the app was talking about how 90% of everyone on that app was having the same dream. When he started talking about the app before he even said anything weird, like I just started getting this chill up. I mean, just it's cold, kind of cold in the house. But I just cold, got yeah. this chill yeah. like down my spine before he even said that last part. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be crazy. But no, but the, like I, I believe that because I, I feel like I don't unfortunately don't remember if it was a podcast or a documentary that I was watching, but like a, a major disaster will happen and people have like these dreams, like almost like doomsday dreams about it. And then, well, I mean, honestly, like nine 11, like that was one of them where people had a dream of, of their own deaths and they will tell like a family member, like, yeah, I had a dream that I like was burned alive or like something. And people are like, well, that's a weird dream. And then, you know, two days later, nine 11 happens and stuff like that. And right. like, I think, I, and I've said it in the podcast before, but I really do think dreams are more than just your brain, like making a story up in your brain. I, th I think that there's, depending on the dream, there's there's a different a different world. There's something more happening other than just your brain making up a story. Because how can you explain being able to predict the future or predict your own death in particular? You know, like that's right. Nobody knows that, so I don't know. Yeah, but I'm all like tinfoil hat sometimes i feel like but <laughs> that's well, why we have the like podcast partially you know like we're, our brains are electrical circuits that simultaneously you know run on this wireless network you know of information and who knows if it's connected to the whole planet somehow or the entire scope of the universe or you know like you think about someone and you get their call or they text message yeah you exactly or, you know and it's just from a thought yeah you know and then that's another thing. Where do thoughts even come from? You know, yep. is that something that's embedded in your head from out there somewhere or and, and is we've that talked, an alien itself? Yeah. yeah. Like we, we've talked about that too, like with Star Trek and Star Wars, how they like create these iPhones that were iPhones before iPhones were a thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, like this is legit. You have a computer in your hand now. Um, 
but but yeah, like where do those thoughts come from? Are they just flying out in the ether and then you're just lucky enough to get that idea and be able to put that in, like, you know, create that or make that a thing and, you know, in real life. But yeah. Anyway. yeah and that is the, the kicker is that everything that's ever been created in this universe or in, on earth today has been a thought, right? Yeah. Someone has an idea of, oh, I want to talk wirelessly with, you know, their face on my watch. Now you have watches where you can talk to people. I was going to say, now we're Power Rangers because we fucking can talk <laughs> to true. Zordon from our fucking watch. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And you can even put that little, like, sound, too. And, like, that yeah. always makes me so happy when, like, that's Power Rangers and you hear that sound yeah. somebody's got on their iPhone. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but, okay, um, do, do you have more? I mean, I know that there's, like, a big main yes. story. So that's, but- the, that's the main one. Okay. Um, so if you have any but, other ones before we get to like, okay, do you, if you have like little appetizers before we get to the main course, like so that was that to. was my appetizer for that <laughs> one, and then just basically just living back at uh, going back to that house that I lived at, it, it, it you know like you go into a place and you feel these vibes, you feel like it's a little darker and it's just an aura that's around you, and this is a house where anyone who would ever sleep over. My, my friend's friend, my brother's friend, my sister's friend, everyone said the same thing. It, something spooky about this house. I heard something last night. There's people walking and closing, you know, opening and closing doors. So it was like a common occurrence. Every, everyone felt it. I've heard it. I've, I've you know, I've, seen, I've experienced it. But that's, uh, that's, the, that's basically the gist of it is like I had this experience where you know, it, it, every, all the elements were correct for the paranormal, right? I live in this graveyard. The light yeah. goes out. I'm, I'm taunting the spirits to come out. So was that it? I don't know. I hope. But but yeah. you also said that your parent, like it was an antique shop or? Well, I... that was, uh, well, the, the gist of that is that they owned mm-hmm. uh, a secondhand clothing store. But a lot of the stuff we would get in, we had like extras of night lights and gotcha, extension gotcha. cords. Because okay. so. I, I was gonna say, I mean, I, I don't know what your belief is it or belief is with it, but like, I don't know about y'all, but every time I walk into an antique store, even before I knew about like energies and spirituality and stuff like that, like just growing up fucking Catholic, I would walk into an antique store and just like get hit with this like this feels weird. This feels off. Like I almost feel lightheaded and dizzy and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. I was like, maybe it's just like the smell of the old stuff. And it wasn't until like learning about like energies and stuff that like, no, like there's so much energy attached, especially if something, if someone like loved something so much that like they cherished it or valued it, like even more so or used it a lot. Like there's more energy attached to it. So I feel like anything old or secondhand, like it already has, something going on whether and we've talked about like a residual haunting versus like a regular haunting and residual haunting just being something that kind of just plays on a loop so if someone i don't know if it's like a piano and you just kind of hear the same like little piano tune play over and over it just is somebody that who who played that over and over and like was their comfort song but it's not an actual ghost it's kind of just like a recorded energy kind of thing so i feel like having any sort of secondhand anything in your house is like you're (laughs) inviting you know some sort of energy or maybe ghosts if something's attached to it but so yes you're correct in the whole like recipe of like it was secondhand it was like (laughs) extra you know like all the all the things you're inviting it you're trying to get a reaction out of it like 
you set yourself up for that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, but, uh, it's, yeah, it's totally I, I totally agree with that, that statement. I was yeah. going to say, you know, it's probably just the terrible smell when you walk into an antique shop, but you, you nailed it with the smell. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it does have, it does have a distinct smell. All of them smell old. Like old yeah. <laughs> old, it's just yeah, like old. It takes you back in time. <clears throat> for sure. Yeah. I've never actually been into an antique shop and like I, whenever I'm driving up to Houston or to, or, you know, the couple times I've gone to Austin, like on the, you know, down the highway oh, yeah, or whatever, to Houston, there's a couple, for sure. there's yeah. a couple uh, antique, antique shops. shops that I'm like, every time I, I drive by it, I'm like, Oh, uh, you know, I'm sure Michelle would like to stop in there. Yes. Or there's one, I think, and I don't know if it's called Odom or, some, or something like that, that I always see it. And I'm like, if I didn't like, if I wasn't the type of person that just wanted to drive and not stop to get my to, to, to my destination, like I would totally yeah. want to stop there just to check it out. Um, but I'm not like that, dude. Like I, I, if I'm going somewhere, I need to drive over there and just even to and go then to maybe restaurant. go back to the antique. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I need to like. Uh, like even for like rest stops, like I tell my wife, go to the restroom before you we leave. It, right? I, yeah, <laughs> no, but usually we end up making like at least one stop for sure. But it's also like a six-hour drive. Like if if it was like a two or three-hour drive, then maybe you might be more uh, willing to to stop. Just yeah. When oh, I go yeah, to Brownsville, yeah. I'm like, no, we're, I'm only stopping for gas, and that's yes, it. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, it's a pain yeah. enough as it is just to drive those long hours and then yeah. having to stop and spend, you know, kill another 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, okay. that's that's the main entree that, that I wanted to talk about is... is see, has you see what I did driving. there? Yeah. <laughs> nice little segue. segue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely set it up for me, man. High five. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> But driving from Bronze, from San Antonio to Bronzeville is like a four and a half hour drive, right? Even with one stop, maybe even two. Yeah. It doesn't take too long to get there, um, especially when there's no traffic. So that this one particular time, it was, I would say, 2009, 2010-ish. I was driving down to San Antonio. I was driving down to Bronzeville from San Antonio. I get there and it took four and a half hours. And when I'm coming back, I, it's me, my girlfriend at the time, and my dog, my Shih Tzu, my dog, Rex, rest in peace. <laughs> and uh, we're driving off. It's uh, oh, well, I'll get, I'll get to that. But we're driving away from my mother's home that we visited. I'm taking off, and I get to the point where I can see the Travis uh, exit right in Harlingen, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah, right yeah. there to get to get to the mall. My mom calls. She's like, "Hey." Where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm already driving back to San Antonio. She's like, well, you forgot Rex. <laughs> He's still here. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, let me turn around. And at that time, when I, I get off that Travis exit, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's 530 in the afternoon, 530, turn around, drive back, go pick up my dog. By the time I get back to that same Travis exit, you know, continue forward instead of exiting, six. 26 30 i'll push it you know if i really want to push the time now we're talking 6 30 we'll just say that i should get to san antonio no later than 11. (laughs) no later than 11. so i'm driving to san antonio and as i'm driving of course the sun's coming down now i'm in that king ranch you know it's nothing but not, there's nothing out yeah, there. Right? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 
complete darkness before the freaking what, the wind mills were oh, yeah, yeah. established. So it's, it's pure darkness. And it just very per- peculiar just because I've done this drive all my life. And at this one particular point, I'm looking at the clock and the clock is not changing. And like, I just remember that particular, like specific, just because it just seemed odd to me. Like I'm driving and then I would glance at the clock again and the clock never changed. It was still the same time. And I'm like, man, this is taking forever. But I don't know if I was in some sort of hypnosis or whatnot, but I finally, I don't know, snap out of it. And I look at my girlfriend, I'm like, how long have we been on, how long have we been driving? She's like, I don't know. I, I kind of zoned out. And then we look at the clock and it's like 4.30 in the morning. What the fuck? What? You've been driving for almost 12 hours. Yeah. I was expecting like, oh, you get there at 11, it's like 1. But 4 o'clock in the fucking morning? Yeah. But so I mean like, as, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, as soon as, so we're already freaking out, right? Yeah. Now we now I see the time. Now it's changed. It's it's telling me it's four in the morning. I'm like, what the hell? I'm looking at my girlfriend. She's like, what the hell? <laughs> we both have the same instinct of like, what the hell just happened? We get to my apartment. We don't even get our luggage out or anything. We just open the doors, slam the doors, run inside the apartment, lock the door behind us. It was that spooky. Like, and I can't tell you that I saw any lights. I couldn't tell you that. There was a spaceship above me or some tractor beam sucking me into the spaceship. None of that. All I can tell you is that I'm missing a lot of time. A lot of fucking time. Okay, let me get into this. Hold on. All right, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> uh, okay, so when, when, you, when you saw that, that the time was four, you guys were already at the apartment. We were in San Antonio. You were in San like, Antonio. Yeah, like 10 minutes from the apartment. Okay. So it's because I was going to say, I was like, I, I was thinking, it's like, well, like if it was 4 a.m. and you were still like on the highway or some shit like that, I was like, well, like maybe you just like spaced out and just kept driving and driving and driving and driving and driving. But exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? But you exactly. were, yeah, yeah exactly. You end up in like Houston or Dallas, oh, I feel like at that point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you'd probably yeah, be like driving out to be another. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because I think Dallas is like a what, like a nine, 10 hour drive? Pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, that's fucking crazy. So okay, now go ahead, Michelle, because I know you have. I so she's like I always say it. She's like the resident uh, expert on UFOs and aliens oh, here, yeah. here on this pod. Well, yes, just on this, on this podcast. podcast. Yes. On this podcast, yeah. hey, it counts for something. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, ahead. yeah, that's that's like traditional, like lost lost time, and like a lot of the times you don't. Um, you don't see the lights you don't it's just like wait how the fuck is it already whatever time but supposedly this is a theory and this is just like what i've heard from other people who maybe like or have had lost time and maybe have been abducted is that whoever is doing the abducting they basically play like a loop so you're just Mm -hmm. driving and driving you're like yeah we're just driving but really you're not even in the fucking car you're like on a fucking (laughs) ship and shit and they're doing all these tests but you're just in your mind you're still driving so when you actually get back into your car and you're like how is it four in the morning we've just been driving this whole time like well actually you weren't you were in a fucking space but they just like essentially like implanted a memory because i i remember this one story of this uh, couple who was driving along like just traveling too and 
they saw like a, a Christmas store. Like it was all brightly lit and I was like, oh, Christmas decorations and stuff. I'm like, yeah, like let's stop in there. And they just remember feeling really weird and off. But they stopped in and they got back in the car and then same thing. It's like super fucking late as if they've been in the store for like six to eight hours and like they haven't. Right. And so then they, they get to the town that they're trying to get to and they're like, oh, like this, yeah, this Christmas store. And they're like, that doesn't exist. Like, that's not a thing. They're like, no, no, no. Like we, we were there. Like, this is what it looked like. And they're like, no, that literally does. It's never existed. And people in the town are like, it's they can't confirm that that's ever been a thing, but it's like a, just a memory that's been implanted so that you don't question Freak the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah, wake up and too. see aliens like sticking oh, stuff up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then so it makes me like, it makes me wonder like, what well, what is it again? This is a, a theory. If this is even all true, like why is it that some people just like yourself remember, well, I've just been driving this whole time and all of a sudden time is missing versus people who actually remember being abducted and like remember being probed and stuff. Like what's the, disconnect there i guess or is it because it's just well, happened so many times possibly because i let my inner bitch out and i saw the fucking aliens and i'm like <laughs> hell no just put me back in the car yeah <laughs> Fuck that. It was like you know, i mean you know i don't know that's the craziest thing is there's this uh book by bud hopkins so all of this happens long story yeah. short i tell people what the hell i i went through right i'm telling my best friend i'm telling my family Oh, get out of here. You're yeah, probably on drugs. Sense. You're drunk. I'm like, no, no, none of, first of all, none of that. I wasn't on anything. And then second of all, you know, uh, it was two people. It wasn't just me. It was me yeah. and my girlfriend. Yeah. And my dog was freaked out. Man. Yeah. He can talk now. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. The fucking <laughs> pug from Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That'd be great. Yeah. But so then I, I, I kind of, I, I kind of just, you know, uh, what I can't think of the word, but I just stopped thinking, I stopped telling people, I stopped thinking about it. Yeah. I, I was going nowhere with it. And then me studying physics and astronomy, the closest star, Alpha Centauri, it takes, you know, four light years and, you know, we don't have the technology and blah, 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 blah. So keyword being yeah, we. Enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I just dismissed it, went along my day. But then I was uh, watching a podcast on, I think it was Joe Rogan or something. And he was having, he had a, a scientist. Well, he's good too, right? But Bob yeah, Lazar. Yeah. Uh, okay. Even better. Yes. Okay. Even better, but still yeah. associated, right? So Bob Lazar worked in, you know, uh, Los Alamos, working on these spacecrafts that you know were crash landed here on this planet he has information about you know these species you know evolving us with you know different genetics and whatnot so then i'm like okay well this guy worked here he seems kind of credible and then you see another one with you know uh uh, uh air pilot what is his, his name uh commander fravor out of the air force and then he's actually seeing these things. Now it's coming on the on the news. Mm -hmm. You're seeing these things through these, you know, these advanced radar, you know, equipment that these Air Force pilots use. And now it's getting crazy. Now it's an every everyday type of thing. So then I started looking into I'm like, shit, are aliens real? What the fuck happened? Yeah. <laughs> did I get abducted? So then yes, I started researching. Yeah. And then like, so then I come, <laughs> came across this book by Bud Hopkins and it's called Missing Time. And all it is is just people talking about 
miss just shit like I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something happens and you miss five, six, seven, twelve hours of your day, and they don't remember shit. Yeah. So it's funny Unless, because when oh, I was gonna say it's funny because when he told me, so I, I've, I've, I, he, he told me about this already, right? When I was, we were talking at the baby shower, so I was like, bro, that's why I told him. I was like, bro, you have to come on. And he was like, have you ever heard of Bud Hopkins? And I was like, I personally haven't, but I can guarantee you, my sister has. <laughs> yes, can confirm. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, uh, hold on, I already forgot what I was gonna say about. Damn it! Hold on. Keep going. If you had anything else to say, no, I didn't. I no. just damn it. No, sorry, <laughs> should have just let you go. No, yeah, probably. No, I mean, well, that's that's yeah. Like the moment that you're like, oh yeah, so it went from like this time to this time. I'm like, you're oh regression. Sorry, regression therapy. Have you ever like considered or heard about regression therapy or like regression like hypnosis? I mean, I've considered everything. I've just never found anybody, and I'm not yeah. really seeking it. Uh, okay, okay. If okay. someone comes to me or says, "Hey, I have someone's number," I'll yeah. call, but I'm not like, "Oh, let me find someone." You can who can... Jump on that. I'm so curious. Yeah. Like that's like I kind I of. Too. Yeah, because I've definitely had, or again, just going back to like podcasts or documentaries or different things that I've like listened to or read and seen. But yeah, that when you do the whole like regression therapy, then you can start getting like details of what actually happened during that missing time. Um, so that makes me curious. Like I've considered it because I mean, Eric and I have spoken about like certain things that have happened that I'm like, how the fuck did I end up? over there or here or whatever and it's just kind of odd and having odd dreams and had other people been like oh no you've been abducted i'm like wait but have i but i feel like the only way is like a whole like regression therapy kind of session but you've legit like i've i have not met someone other than hearing it on podcasts met someone who's like actually had a shit and not even like an hour or two but a shit ton of missing time to go from would you say like 6 30 to four o'clock in the morning like that's yeah. insane. yeah i mean like five hours of missing time because i mean i was supposed to get to san antonio like at 11 no i mean yeah. like no later than but then to yeah. get there at 4 30 that's i mean i know texas is a big state but like you're almost outside of texas you should have been <laughs> almost outside of texas at that point further you know than I mean? san antonio that's for sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah definitely like we said like the dallas area dallas maybe area. even a little bit further you know but yeah, and that's the thing. Like, what was they doing? Just driving in circles around exactly. my apartment. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Well. So that's like the most unexplainable thing I have. And I would love to go through some sort of therapy. But, you know, um, I, I never really thought about it until I started bringing it. Until I started hearing about these stories again. I mentioned it on Instagram and someone was like, oh, well, why don't you go do the, you know, the, the therapy, the hypnosis. Yeah. And, and I'm interested. But then when I started really thinking about it, I'm like. Well, then it's actually kind of scary. First of all, if I really was abducted, right? Like, yeah. and then not only seeing the beings or remember getting sucked up into this tractor beam or whatever, the main thing is like, why <laughs> was I abducted? You know, now it's like a, like a God thing. It's like, why did you choose me? And then yeah. if you chose me, is it just, am i special now or is it just like oh i'm just like a fish out of a pond and you were just the one driving in that day buddy well i mean it could be that there is something about you because like some of the people that we've talked to who have talked about you know being abducted or who have had these experiences is because like you mentioned about you know our our um 
like it's DNA or whatever. No, no, no. I was like, oh. our, like, like, uh, what they're, they're called star seed, not, not star seed, hybrid, hybrid. Hybrid. That's what I was yeah, trying yeah, to hybrid. think. Yeah. Hybrids. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Genetically modified. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's I was, that was going to be my question of has anybody in your family ever like spoken about uh, weird dreams, let's say, or like missing time like that? Or because I know that sometimes it could be a generational thing or sometimes like, again, I, th- I think you can relate like growing up Catholic, being Hispanic, like it's all about there's just God and that's it. Right. So if something like that happens, it's kind of dismissed a little bit more um so i feel like if our families like our parents grandparents maybe aunts and uncles were a little bit more honest with us about things that they've experienced if we would see more of a trend of like oh wait you had this weird crazy dream or you woke up randomly like outside when you should have been like sleeping inside and like things like are missing time like you know just like you're you know for your example but they don't talk about that because it's they were actually on Ambien. Yeah, right? Like something. I mean, maybe. But like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it should just be talked about more, basically, I guess is my point. And I feel like if my kids were like, Mom, I just had this like really weird dream that I saw like this flashlight. I was like, okay, you're probably abducted. I'm going to keep that down low, but tell me more. Like I would maybe be a little bit more open-minded to it versus it was just a dream. I might say that depending on what it is that they said, but... I don't know. Sometimes I just get frustrated that I grew up in a family that was like, God. Well, it's Jesus, also funny church. that you say that. <laughs> well, also because like I, you know, like I was telling you, I was telling people this story, mm-hmm. and then they just dismissed it like it was yeah. nothing, like it was bullshit. So after a while, you just get tired of telling people. So yeah. you know, and then you forget about it. But if if you know, maybe my parents tried talking about it. Maybe my sister tried telling somebody, but they never listened to them. Yeah. So it just goes, you know, in the back burner. Yeah. Never brought up again. But no, I, I've asked. I, I mean, like I said, I've told the story to many people and uh, it's my family in particular. And none, none of them have ever mentioned that they had any similar. But and I didn't ask about the dreams because strangely, I don't dream. You think yeah, you don't dream. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's what you know, everyone says. That you, everyone dreams. Yeah. But if I dream, I don't remember at one little yeah, snippet. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Maybe you are a hybrid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, hopefully but, that means I live longer. Right? Yeah. No, I and but but actually what you said too about the whole like, well, does that mean that I'm special or does that was it random? I feel like that's um I've heard that a lot again be, just from abductees. Of, yeah, like because because there is that like <laughs> There is that like, oh, well, I'm special. And then and then it gets a little like, okay, now it, like it's a little much and people don't believe you because they're like, I am special. I was abducted. It's like, right. or you're a science experiment. And you're like, you're yeah, not exactly. that, you know, so like you don't, you don't know. It's, I don't know. I want you to go get like regression therapy. And <laughs> well, let me know if someone. <laughs> I do know someone, someone, but uh, like, I mean, I don't know how legit he is. I would have to do like have a session with him first and I'll let you know. But yeah, he's like, take off your clothes. I'm like, why? Yeah, right. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what this is supposed to be about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're, we're trying to create the same conditions you were in when you were abducted. Oh, uh, yeah. there you go. There you <laughs> exactly. Go. Yeah. We need to get back to the yeah, okay. primordial. But it, it, <laughs> it goes back to, um, Oh fuck! Now I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. Oh no! Um, 
Yeah, these things are difficult doing podcasts. Yeah. Like that's that's where that's where I come in and I just like cut all of this awkward space <laughs> and then make it sound like just one smooth interview. Usually, usually, I mean, honestly, this is actually pretty good considering I feel like there's some others that it's like start and stop. Like, wait, what was I going to say? But these are my favorite where it just kind of keeps going and it's just like people talking and it works out. But do you remember? I what got you're- it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it, it, it goes back to something we've mentioned on the podcast numerous times too, where like <clears throat> our society, like I feel like our society right now oh, yeah. is just so like. Jaded. Like before, before people believed almost every anything, which obviously it's not a good thing. You know what I mean? But now people just don't believe anything. You know what I mean? So like, like you said, you go around telling people, dude, I, I like this shit happened. They'd be like, nah, dude, you're fucking crazy or you're drunk or you're high or whatever. Right. And it's like, you know, I was like, but dude, I had this experience. You know what I mean? Like, I, this is what I went through. And this is, this is another reason why we also feel like and again, it's some something we've mentioned numerous times on the podcast is like we feel like the whole paranormal investigation and stuff like that is hard to like get backing behind it because people are just like, no, dude, it's not real. And it's it. It's like back in the day, you know, if like Christianity is here, like because Jesus was supposedly the Messiah, he's a savior and he died on the cross, this and that, whatever. And people to this day believe that, you know, he died on the cross. But if some guy was – and supposedly, like, Jesus is supposed to come back and save everybody, you know, whatever. And people are like – like, if somebody came up to, to you and was like, I am Jesus Christ reincarnated. I am, like, the return of Jesus Christ. People are going to be like, send this guy to the fucking loony bin because he's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like – I th- it, it's it's – it's hard to, and that's kind of like, that's a reason why we've done this, like started this podcast, not to have like people coming on here saying I'm Jesus Christ. Right. But like to give people a, a space where they can like you, like come on here and be like, Hey dude, this happened to me. And we're not going to be like, nah, you're fucking nuts, bro. Like you're you drunk, know, you're high. We're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like we're here to we're give doing people. that post. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> no, I've always said that when I, when I retire from nursing, bro, like I don't think I'm going to become a big pothead but i definitely want to try weed for the first time like i've never done it for sure but as soon as i finish like my nursing career uh i uh definitely want to you know try it go out bonkers. yeah well maybe not go bonkers but definitely try it because it's <laughs> well, something that i've never you know i mean just like every you know every night instead of taking melatonin take a little uh you know delta oh nine or so some good. shit yeah, and it makes you feel more relaxed and love, you know, loving and caring. Yeah. It's a benefit. I have some of the best like creative ideas too. I'm just like, hold on, I have a whole notebook of just like, you know what? I just thought of something really cool, and then sometimes the next day I'm like, mm, it was bullshit, and sometimes I'm like, no, that was genius. Okay, let's let's go with that, and we keep going. But just... like using bat skulls for necklaces. <laughs> no, I didn't have to be high for that one. <laughs> that was just my brain. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, yeah, when Eric told me about what just kind of the topic of what it was going to be, I was like, okay, well, I can't wait to hear it. But hearing it now, I'm like, I don't know. That's like you're checking off all the boxes of an objection. (laughs) I know. Like, seriously, the the only thing you didn't see was like the lights and then like things going black, like that, or the humming, or the humming. Yeah, but. I mean, that might be a good thing for you so you don't have to deal with like, holy shit, I was abducted. It could just be like, yeah, I guess it's just missing time, but 
when you really think yeah. about it, it's like, yeah, I don't know. That's don't, still yeah, unsettling. That that happens sometimes. So I, I try not to think about it too much because then I get too enveloped with the idea of like, why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always just go back to why. Like, what was the purpose? Yeah. What did mm-hmm. they find me? Like, you know, like, what did they do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it, do I have a different brain? Is that why I'm so dumb? Uh, well so and then there's like the whole thing too of like is it aliens or is it like because i've again future us yeah future us us. yeah because like there's been uh i guess recounts of like people being abducted where they're in like on the slab on you know on the table and they see like what look like humans but with like uh like badge not not space force but you know what i mean like some sort of like (laughs) emblem yeah exactly and it's like but you're a human like is it like the russians is it the chinese like, and then you go all like countries or is it just you know maybe maybe it is space force from the future maybe I mean, it is space like force some sort is of just yeah. a brand new thing you know exactly maybe it is space force but like it, it basically it, humans running tests on other humans i i think that was like a whole theory with uh oh my god what was the first abduction johnny and betty hill yes yes the hills yeah uh, where they were saying that that was a government thing of like a test, basically like, okay, can we get away with making like making it seem like it's uh, aliens versus actual government testing human beings kind of thing? Um, right. So I like again, this is all just like theories that I'd love to fill my head with. Doesn't necessarily mean I believe one thing or another, but conspiracy theories used to be fun. I feel like they've they've kind of taken a turn recently, but. Um, that being Turning one of all the better. frogs gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No, but um, that, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was going to mention something along the lines of um, like, uh, oh, shit, what the hell are you just talking about? Betty what were you saying? Government, it being like future us versus. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 future us. So uh, the, the thing that's so fascinating is like these events have been recorded throughout history and that goes back to like i don't know if you've uh seen the very there's various depictions of it but like if you look up the baptism of jesus christ you know there's this one particular one that has like these looks like a ufo right when it has like these beams of light and there's jesus christ you know being born or you know oh yeah i was gonna say the birth the the birth of of jesus yeah because we've talked talked about that too actually we had somebody on here uh wajid oh um, yeah, yeah who, who said that that's what that was right that. Yeah, yeah yeah it was uh like uh basically a, a spaceship was leaving you know jesus rather than i want to look you know, it up him being, he wasn't uh, born they're born. like here let me just drop this baby here and he's going to be the savior of the world <laughs> like uh, or or maybe that maybe you know back in those times they would show themselves to us you know like the depiction of these angels they were the most beautiful creatures you know i don't know i don't really know the whole depiction of them but blonde hair blue eyes is what you see drawn right in paintings well that's that's, that's, go ahead well i was gonna say and that's what you were mentioning earlier it's like you know some people have depictions of these people that are human-like you know and then maybe they are angels because they are flying but they're flying in these spaceships yeah, These flying saucers, you know, like holy shit, fucking flying around like Goku on a Nimbus on Nimbus. <laughs> Basically, it's probably what inspired that. Is was this the painting you're talking about? I don't know if it's hard to see, but 
It's kind of there's like is it blurry? Grainy, but there's like yeah, a spaceship up so. here, and then there's like rays yeah, 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 yeah. coming down here, and then it's oh, gonna okay. be Jesus down here. But that's like I mean, I, and I'll post this to the Instagram too, so you guys know what I'm talking about. That that'll probably be like the episode like Thumbnail. photo, whatever. Yeah, but awesome. Uh, that looks like a fucking UFO. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm like staring at it right now. Like I don't know how you can deny that. And I think what else back then. Yeah. Yeah. He also mentioned a book, I think, that had like a bunch of people like throughout history that were supposedly like different species of aliens and shit like that. I think dad bought the book. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the title of it. But but also like the the biblical biblical description of an angel is fucking weird. Yeah. Like it's like sounds like an alien with all the eyes and the feathers and stuff like Guillermo del Toro. He just made a Pinocchio movie. Oh, yeah, I saw it. It's like, uh, okay. it is. So, it is. so I, that's what I feel like. So the, oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. blue angel that the, yes. the you know, oh, yeah. or the fairy. Now it's or like clicking. It yeah. That's, I feel like, kind of what the depiction of an angel in the Bible is. It's like with all those eyes all the and eyes. the wings and stuff like that. It's it's actually a fucking creepy. It's a little creepy, yeah. Yeah. So like it's, the actual depiction that we see of like the blue, like that's a more, I believe, um, westernized kind of like a more middle ages depiction of what an angel should be or what or what an angel is because right. from what i've for what I, from what i understand like i said i'm not like super well versed in the bible or or anything like that yeah neither am i uh, but uh i think it's they're supposed to be like have a bunch of eyes like on their wings and their just wings, yeah. these weird Feathers. looking creatures yeah. You see, but that's a thing too. So, like, far way back then, they have no point of reference like we do with jets and planes. Yeah. And, you know, right. like maybe they're saying wings and eyes, but they actually mean like engines and like right. lights. lights. Or, it was lights yeah. versus right. eyes. And, yeah. and that's the thing too is like, the, it's just so much shit is lost in translation. It's like the Bible that we read probably isn't even the same fucking words that they originally wrote because. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it, it's like it's like playing a game of telephone, man. It's like you, right. you say something and then you pass it on to the next person. And the next person tries to translate it and then they try and translate it to another language and this and that. And it just keeps going and going and over going. centuries. Like, right. yeah, yeah. You know? Not even and the, and, people. And the thing is, <laughs> the Bible was written like how far after, you know, all the events that supposedly took place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, so it's just that's why i don't know man <laughs> we're probably gonna get into like those kinds of waters right now but it's just for me the it, it it's kind of just the bible it's a nice fairy tale storybook you know yeah um, i mean I, I think it gives people a good you know moral reference point exactly yeah absolutely and it's mm-hmm. great if you want to follow it but i just d- dislike the, and disdain the people that say they follow the book but then they're the most terrible people in the world yeah, yeah. you know so what are, what are you trying to do here what are we trying what game are we playing yeah. you know yeah. my wife and i were literally just talking about that last night but but i think like it's important to be just open-minded too like you don't like if someone heard your story okay, okay fine like they don't have to I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to say like, believe you, but it's like, how can they say that what you experienced isn't true or didn't happen? Like that's your experience. Like they weren't there. So they, but the fact that it was you and your girlfriend, like 
that's more than I one person. I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like too, more you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't just it wasn't just you. Like how can how could they blow that off? I don't know. Um, but I'm also yeah. just the type of person that's like, here's a story like that. I'm like, tell me fucking more. You're my favorite person in the room right now. <laughs> so I, I yeah, think they're close minded people that don't want to expand their, you know, because then they find out something is out there besides them. And maybe they're, you know, uh, like fearful, not selfish, but fearful, but more, you know, like they want to be special. You know, it's I'm like an being, ego we're thing. the smartest animal. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I, yeah. oh, well, there's actually a higher being out there that's not God, but it's like these beings that created us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's something else. Like, I don't know. Maybe I think it's too much for them. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're comfortable in their own <laughs> life. They don't want to know anything more. And amen, Jesus Christ. See, yeah. Eric, this is exactly what I was talking about. The rant that just before we started recording, I went on this whole rant about how, like, I feel like people are so good or so comfortable just being on autopilot and, like, just doing the bare fucking minimum to, like, get by in life that they don't want to kind of expand, expand a little bit because it's uncomfortable and it, like, takes work. So they're just like, nah, I'm just going to do the bare minimum, like, live this life and then die. But it's like, that's or, not or- fun. Yeah, no, I agree with that completely and wholeheartedly, especially, you know, like, I, and, and I bring it up just because, you know, uh, you know, I recently went through a whole breakup and going through custody with my child and I'm getting kicked out of my house and I'm, you know, on the streets trying to live my life, right? Losing my job, you know, now, you know, it's terrible, right? The worst of the worst. And without a belief system, well, what do you hold on to? What do you grab on to? Mm-hmm. And people always go to Jesus Christ. They always go to God. But the the thing with me is that I had this outcry or outpour out something of just pure love in people to find out how I was doing. Reach out to me. You're one of them. You know, like how how are you feeling? What 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 can I do to help? You know, you know things of that nature. So. Uh, Long story short is that I found a God. And for me, it's something that I've always spread all my life because it's just who I am. But now I, when someone asks me, do you believe in God? I say yes. And my God is love because I found so much love from everyone that, you know, that saw me hurting, right? Maybe have never experienced anything like it, but knew something was wrong. And the people that have experienced it really going out and, and you know, you know, the reason I was with Jason that day was he was the one who told me what I needed to do. And this is my friend that I probably hadn't spoke to in over 10 years or something along that timeline. And he was my best friend. And then when he, you know, reaches out after 10 years of never talking, you know, it's like, oh, well, there's these people, you're still on people's minds and people still care about you and they're going to do whatever they can in their power to get you along and get you to the other side because you know that's that's love baby (laughs) so i give you a hug so bad right now (laughs) 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 but but like yes like ironically but also like legit amen to that (laughs) like it's just i think that 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 is the root of everything is just human like love like you said your god is love yes that's i feel like that is the foundation that is what it should be like all us humans as much as whether it's the media or the government whoever you want to blame 
for dividing us like the the like just the connectedness like we we are all connected and we have to be there for each other at the end of the day and stop being so hateful and just love each other more so like i am loving the direction of of this and i yes agree with everything that you just said and i know that hit with eric too because yeah as my eyes are getting kind of watery man just because <laughs> like allergies, you know allergies. yeah <clears throat> i mean i've like i've seen what you've been going through and, and that day that we spoke you know what i mean like just everything that you've gone through and stuff like that like it, it's it's i and i know the kind i know who i know I mean, I know we probably weren't like extremely close and stuff like that, but we did hang out a lot uh, at one yeah. point, you know, so like I know the type of person that you are, you know what I mean? So right. when 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 you were telling us all that stuff, it was just like I was like, fuck, man, that's that's a difficult situation to be in. You know what I mean? And um, and I mean, I'm glad that you're kind of coming out of it because a lot of people can can hear that kind of st- or f- go through that kind of shit and just like just give up man just give up on life and stuff like that unfortunately you know what i mean oh, but yeah. luckily you know and hopefully you continue de- like this way where you're feeling all the love from all these people and thankfully you have you know those kinds of people in your life that can show you that kind of love and and help help you like feel that and that this is what you're getting out of this shit situation you know what i mean is 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 you have people that love you. Or yeah. you you're seeing yeah. that, you know? For sure. And, and like, for sure, like, Ben, anytime, like, you need anything, just, like, reach out to any of us. If, if you ever just feel like, fuck, bro, this day's, you know, whatever, like, we're I here. would recommend that for anyone who's going through yeah. a situation like me, because, like I said, I was down in the dump, super depressed. You know, I never thought about suicide. But I could see how it was, it's such an easy window for people because when you have that much weight on your shoulders, holy hell, like, what am I going to do? I just want to disappear. I, I just want to disappear. I want to run away from everything. Yeah. But like I said, I grew up fast when I was younger. And I have such a strong mental mind that it didn't break me. But there, I'm not going to lie and say that there was never a point that it wouldn't have broken me. The reason I'm not broken is because I won the case. I'm here. I have my, I have 50-50 custody of my child. But for people that have to endure only seeing their, their child every other weekend or not seeing them at all, giving half of their paycheck up for child support and still trying to live off, you know, your, you, you could barely live as it was. And now you have to give up half that check to continue living the way you want to. It's like, holy hell, man. Like I can see where that comes into play and it, and it's scary. It's dark. And I think the biggest, uh, I guess, assistant is really reaching out to someone because if you don't, you bottle all of that inside and you forget that there's people out there that are willing to talk to you, want to talk to you. And, you know, everyone is living their life. So you can't expect someone to just reach, you know, thankfully, I was luckily enough that people re- reached out to me. Um, but many people don't have that. And many people don't have the courage to ta- ask someone for help and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. Can I tell you about it? You know, and yeah, that's that's number one. People need to talk to each other. And this and, and in this day and age where it's all about social media and you're we're losing connection to humanity yeah it's yeah. superficial so it sucks man i mean just recently people 
you know, how many people have committed suicide that are famous and not yeah, too man. many. Yeah. It's so, crazy, bro. It's really I'm crazy. Honestly, super in love with the direction that the podcast went because I am like always one to preach about like mental health and like reach out and this and that. And I think this is a very important like I'm, 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 I'm glad that this is being said in like the first episode. Well, I guess technically second episode of of, of the new year. But I am always no. Like, I better be number therapy. one. <laughs> you got to do a deep dive, and then it's usually the first interview. So you're our first interview of of the of the year. But um, mm-hmm. this is a super important message, and and I'm I'm glad that we kind of went this direction too, um, because it's it's important. And uh, I mean, yeah, it like, may not I, necessarily be paranormal, but it's something that people need to hear for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's if we want to tie the paranormal back into it, I mean, it's like you were saying where like you're trying to share your experience with people and them just like saying like yeah, whatever, it's bullshit. Like whether it's a paranormal experience or it's somebody's actual feelings of like, dude, I'm not feeling good. You can't dismiss somebody's feelings. Their feelings are valid. You have to be there to like hear them and not judge them again. So like I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand whether it's a Someone sharing their paranormal experience with you like just be open-minded and hear them out or if someone's saying like man i'm having a really hard day like i just need a vent hear them out the moral of the story today i feel like of this episode is like open up your heart open up your mind open up your ears if someone's coming to you to share something like just just hear them out and listen to them because that's probably all they need to make their day better I, i'm having no matter all of the pain and anguish i'm going through I'm having a blast. I'm alive. I can actually physically say that I'm right here right now talking to two of my best buddies. And and if I kill myself, well, what if that's it? You know, yeah, maybe there's something, but why don't I just wait till that day comes? Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I think I can endure and push one more day. But then I think about that statement and it's like, then I don't I don't really know about the person you know, the the 12 year old girl that's being molested by her stepfather and gets beat up by her mom who's on heroin. And, you know, like, like, yeah, I've had a bed and I say I have this mental strength, but I haven't been put in that environment. Yeah. You know, so it's hard. I don't want people to commit suicide. Go talk to somebody. I, like, I, I will put that out there too. Like, if you are hearing this right now and you do need someone to talk to, like, please reach out. Like I will happily talk to you, talk you down any ledge. Like I just, I've, I've been there mentally as far as like just wanting to disappear to just like escape whatever issues. Cause it just seems so much easier. But I, I do know that feeling of, but I love my family. I miss my, I would miss my family. I don't want to cause that, you know, and then you go into like that whole thing. But right. if, if there's anything that, that I could, do or like just listen to you or anything like please feel free to reach out whether it's on our instagram facebook like whatever find my fucking personal account like just something like i i don't that's the last thing that i want i i know how hard life can be sometimes and probably people have it harder than than i have ever had it but um there is always a light at the end of the tunnel and it took me forever to figure that out but it it is there you just have to keep pushing forward and wake up every morning and open your eyes and go. Um, but sorry, I'll step off my soapbox now, but <laughs> I just, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> well, well put. I mean, it's like everything. Uh, 
I have this, you know, I, I wish I was doing comedy when I was younger because that's what I've always wanted to be. But I always thought you needed to be an actor. But again, my, my point is I was listening to uh, Dane Cook doing his first comedy gig at this club and he had to go on top of the balcony where there's still people are serving hot dogs and beers clanking and waitresses walking. And he's like, I got to go up there when no one's going to listen to me. And I just drove all this way. And he's wanting at that second to just quit and just get out of there. Like, what am I doing here? I'm not even getting paid for this. But when it's something that you really want to do and something that you really want to be, you just got to get up there and fucking do it. Right. Like this podcast, like it's nerve wracking. I've never been on a podcast. Well, I lie. I actually, I was going to tell you guys wanted to talk to you about this when we were signing off, but I have a podcast called the cosmic grid. It's Wait. Shit. I was working on it a long time ago and this was actually going to tie in. Let me, let me finish. This. Well, right. Every, <laughs> look, do what you want to do. Uh, <laughs> don't let anyone sway you one way or the other, especially not money. Just, if you're looking for money, if you do something that you love, the money will come to you. A hundred percent, thousand percent. But the, so I, I was doing the, the whole thing about astronomy is that I, I was in love with astronomy and the sea, right? The ocean. When I was, you know, barely, you know, first grade, second grade, these are the books that I was reading, picking out from the library. Well, you get to high school, you get girlfriends, you do that, you do that. I forgot about it. And then now um, I dropped out of high school. I'm having working at Apple. I'm like, man, what do I, and people are going to college, graduating already. And I'm this loser that's not doing anything, but, you know, just making money to survive. And I'm like, man, what do I want to, what do I want to do? And I was like, well, I, right now I play a lot of games and I would love to make a game, but a game about what? And I just, it just came into my head where I was like, uh, I wanted it to be these little robots, but these robots were created from these alien spacecrafts that landed uh, back in the day. And like one, one landed in Egypt, one landed in Mexico, like all over these like, you know, iconic, you know, a pyramid and, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 those type yeah. of places. And the, the ancient people found them and the, there were these alien bots, whatever. So I'm telling myself that I, I want to make this game, but as, I, as I'm making it, well, I'm, you can't just make a game out of nothing. You have to think and create, right? So, and then you have to do your research. So what happened? In the, oh, now, now I'm learning about mathematics, the golden ratio and pi and, you know, all these different things. And then I'm now I'm spiraling down YouTube and I, I uh, was introduced into uh, the physicist Carl Sagan and, uh, you know, Richard Feynman. And then I'm, I get introduced to Neil deGrasse Tyson and, reintroduced to Bill Nye the science guy <laughs> and now I'm like holy shit this is what I've always loved in this I, I mean if if I was not a comedian I would have been a scientist and uh and and I found all my favorite scientists and now I'm studying mathematics physics and astronomy right and I'm meeting these people I met Neil deGrasse I met Bill Nye the science guy well, Carl Sagan and Richard Feynman are dead but you know I, when you put yourself out there and you're really doing something it's that energy. It's these vibes. And that's my point is there are all these things that happen, but you have no explanations for them. Um, recently I, I was depressed. I was in my apartment. It was Monday, you know, and I'm all alone now. I'm single. I don't have my son right now. So I, you know, you get bad thoughts every now and then I'm not perfect. 
but I'm like, I need to get out of here. I don't want to be here. And I'm like, well, you know what? I love the show called Kill Tony. Uh, I have a, my friend does comedy on there. His name's David Lucas. Shout out David Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's a regular on the show. And I was like, well, if he's there, I have a big chance of, of getting in, into the show. It's already sold out. The show starts at eight. I was leaving San Antonio at 530. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, I, I'm just taking a gamble. You got to take risks sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you're life is not living if you're not taking big risks. I, I that's my I, my thought. Yes, process. preach. So I go to this damn thing. It's six something now, 630. I see the line already forming. And then there's two lines because it's a comedy show where anyone can sign up. Uh, and they get it if they and they get their name put into a bucket. If they get their name pulled out of the bucket, uh, then they they do one minute of an uninterrupted stand-up comedy. All right. So my last resort was, well, if I want to see the show, I'll put my name in the bucket, and I can at least see the show from the outside. So I, I see the line forming for the bucket. I'm like, oh, tickets over there. All right. There's no one in line. Uh, there's no one by the door to collect tickets. And I'm behind this couple, they're talking, they're having a good time. And, uh, you know, I think I say hello or something. Barely introduce myself to them. Someone comes out and they're now they start taking the names down for those com- comedians on the other side. So I'm like, hey, uh, do you mind holding my line or do you mind holding my spot in line? I, I just want to go ask a question real quick. And they're like, yeah, we'll do that for you. All right, cool. So I go, I'm like, hey, do do you think I can get a ticket? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. It's sold out. Maybe just go into the line, wait there. We'll see if there's any extra spoon, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, okay, well, fuck. At least he said maybe, right? So I go back to my spot and he's like, oh, did you go sign up for the comedy show? I'm like, no, man, I was actually looking for a ticket. I drove up from San Antonio and, you know, he's like, oh, well, how much are tickets? I was like, I don't know. They might not even have one, but... I, I heard somewhere about 40, 50 bucks. He's like, well, I actually uh, purchased a table with four seats and the other couple didn't come. So you do you want my t- do you want a ticket? And he just gave me a fucking ticket. Wow. <laughs> and they're like, you know, it's just like, how did they? And, you know, there's multiple things like that. Like I said, those people coming to me and asking how I was doing. And, yeah, I was posting a little bit here and there. But they didn't know the whole extent of the story, you know, and some of these people I didn't even talk to. And then they reach out to me, but they didn't know exactly I needed them to reach out to me because I needed to talk to someone. You know, I just didn't have the strength to reach out. I didn't know who to reach out to. So crazy. You no, it's not (laughs) like (laughs) I I, I don't like you, you have no idea like I'm like beaming on the inside because I, I was just having this conversation before we even started recording. So like Eric doesn't even like know what I was just talking about and like what you're saying just validated things that I was feeling. So like, thank you for that. And yeah, like I, I really do truly believe you have to step outside your comfort zone and be uncomfortable in order for magic to happen. Like if you, mm-hmm don't do that like it's it's just not going to happen and and when you need things the most you can ask for them mentally you don't even have to ask for them out loud and like it'll it'll come to you and i i don't know just hearing hearing you speak and i'm just like nodding my head like fuck yes like yes uh, and um yeah so just 
thank you for everything that you're saying. I a hundred a thousand percent agree with you. And thank you for validating my feelings, even though you had absolutely no idea how I was feeling earlier. Anytime. That's yeah. So for. appreciate See, that's, that's it. I was the one who was abducted. Works. I'm special. Baby. Right. <laughs> yeah. Damn. No, but it, it's crazy how that, that always seems to happen on this podcast is like, um, synchronicities. We'll like, yeah. We'll be talking about something like before the interview, uh, or some, one of us will have like an experience before the interview and then like, we'll have somebody on and talk to them and then like whatever they are talking about is just it, it hits the nail on the head somehow, yeah, yeah to either the experience or the conversation that we were having prior to having the interview so it's just something that just it's it's happened consistently on 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 this show on this podcast so it's 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 cool it's crazy yeah it's always fun when it happens again and again and again <laughs> like it's never not or it's never not special i guess yeah well, I think you guys are bringing that out in people. Like I said, I mean, there's no true outlet for someone to go into, you know, unless you're Joe Rogan or someone where you have these, you know, conversations. But, you know, an outlet where you can talk to someone about the nonsense, the unexplainable and actually have someone listen rather than, oh, get, that's garbage, dude, get out of here. That's baloney. You know, yeah. that never happened to you. I don't believe it. It's definitely, yeah, definitely not this. <laughs> it's no, so called We are... Believed You for a reason, right? Like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm so like, you're already bringing out that aura, that that sort of uh, vibration, you know, because like, I would have never thought of that. Like, I had to go dig into my memory bank, for, find yeah. out exactly what I was going to talk about. And so now I'm already in that mode. Yeah. yeah. So it works out. I mean, but I think that going back to, I think it's just like we're all connected. You yeah. Know? I maybe th knew what you were going to say, or maybe I felt what you were feeling in another sixth sense type of way. We do have one question that we always ask our guests, or we try to. Sometimes we forget. Eric, do you want to ask it, or do you want me to ask it since I already Go asked ahead. the first one? Okay. So the question, the second question we always ask our guests is, would you ever use a Ouija board? Oh, I have. So yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You have five minutes. Tell us about. <laughs> so or I was like, my, what? okay. I was with my high school friend. We we're at his house, and he bought the Ouija board. And again, we're just nah. This is bullshit. Both of us, after playing with the thing, like the thing never moved or anything, but after playing with it, we both felt drained out of our energy. Mm, sounds and about right. Okay. He instantly threw it away. Because it was, again, unexplainable. Like, why are we drained for, out of energy when we just, I mean, we've just been here holding hands, moving this thing together. Yeah. So, Would you fucking weird. again? Yeah. Again, I'm not scared <laughs> of that. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm scared, but not really yeah. because mm -hmm. I don't really believe unless I get freaking yeah, hit, you yeah, know. Yeah, like, something happens. Oh, wait, yeah. And I think that's yeah. the whole risk that I like. I like, I love living dangerously. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll, I'll take that risk. So when we have our Ouija board session, we're inviting Luis. Okay, got yes. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. All yeah. Right, so, it's, uh, yeah, well, I was just gonna say, yeah, it's like this ongoing argument between Eric and I, where I would use it with people who like know what the fuck they're doing and aren't gonna like invite some demon. He's like, yeah. fuck that. So that's why we always ask our guests to to like get a tally of like who would use it, who would not. Um, now ask but, us if we've actually kept a tally. 
No. <laughs> have you have ever gotten no. that? <laughs> yeah, we we, we've but, been asking, but we just don't ever actually write down how many people have said yes. I feel like he's probably winning. No. It's fine. I, I, I think I think I'm like slightly ahead, but yeah. <laughs> but just just uh, remember me when you bring out that Ouija board. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, guys, uh, I I love the session, but I would like to have both of you on on the Cosmic Grid. We'll talk more about it later. Yes, of yes, course, man. Enjoy well, the uh, movie. Other than Cosmic Grid, is there anything else that you'd like to promote or like where people can find you? Yeah, anything? follow me on Instagram, AstroSorio, Astro with a zero, Sorio. Just play on my last name and my astronomy, love for astronomy. That or Louis Osorio on Facebook. All righty. Awesome, man. Cool. Well, all righty, guys. That was our episode with Lewis. It was kind of crazy because we started off with a conversation and then we jumped into it. And, and I know it's the second episode back, so it was kind of like a weird intro. But that's the intro that you got for, t- for this episode. Yeah, you've heard it enough. We'll, we'll get it right yeah. uh, next episode. Maybe. But, uh, <laughs> but if you guys would like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedyou.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social media. So make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook and Instagram. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite site to listen to podcasts such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And leave a review as well because we'll read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs and t-shirts and hood on hoodies. Uh, sorry, where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if y'all want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want to share. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we'll translate translate those for you. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you? Do you?